Hello and welcome to Living Abroadcast, the podcast about where people are from, how they got here, and what they're doing now. I'm Eric. And I'm Mikey. And welcome back to uh, another week of the show, everybody. We are now and foreseeably James Liss. First episode back after losing our comrade. Lost him in battle. Uh, we've been hearing reports recently that ever since uh, Brexit's gone through, flights to the UK have been incredibly cheap, and he hopped on one of those and <laughs> <laughs> soared away <laughs> back to the motherland. It is, yeah, to, to fight in some kind of uh, Brexit battle. Yep. It is kind of a bit of a coincidence that it's all happened within one week, him mm-hmm. leaving the podcast, Brexit coming yeah. to fruition. Yeah, So I'm not too sure about that. I heard he actually uh, went back to try to claim his copyright on the pun Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. claims he coined the term. <laughs> Someone's have to going to pick up the the pun tab on uh, on the show as I well. I know. We'll, we'll have to uh, we've got a we've got a big pun-shaped gap uh to fill on the show now. And on and another big gap. I don't think we'll ever we'll never fully fill it. James is uh you might say irreplaceable. But uh you know Enough about that. Uh, we won't dwell on the past for too much longer. We are back in the Mount Pleasant studio, as usual, on a beautiful Wednesday night. Um, or should we keep up the tradition of painting a picture since nah. uh, James is gone? Nah. No? Nah. I, that, was cool. a James, that was a James thing. Old I traditions think, die hard. In his we honor, we won't. Exactly. It, okay. would, it would be... Uh, I, I don't think so. I think it would you be know? disrespectful. Disrespectful was the cool. word I was looking for. Maybe we should just start for. lying about the weather. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. It's a fucking thunderstorm outside right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, how have you been? What have you been up to? Anything? Oh, man. Um, I think I touched on it last week. We, uh, we're we not co-workers anymore. So I've been uh, getting getting uh, into the new job, started up. Um not sure if I'm going to talk about that on here either. No, you don't but, have to. Uh, but you've gone yeah. nine to five. You kind of sold out. You've gone corporate. I did, man. Um, I know I've got my suit and tie on. Work for big for business man. now. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. It's sad to see you like that. And it doesn't mean you have to wear a suit in the podcast oh. as well. It's kind of weird that you're wearing that, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, just can't leave that corporate lifestyle behind. Um, it's cool. I, I mean, I don't know, not to give too much away. I'm working in a cool heritage building, the Vancouver Block. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be familiar with that, especially our international listeners. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a big clock tower building. <laughs> down it's not on that Gravel big anymore. It no, used to be no, big compared to what's around thing. it. Yeah. But... Uh, have you seen uh, the movie Uncut Gems? It's, no. it's kind of off topic. No, I haven't. Um, so for those of you listening who have um, the building I now work in has a lot of jewelry, jewelry stores in it. And like in Uncut Gems, he works in this like private jewelry store showroom that's like hidden in some tower in New York. And that's kind of what it reminds me of. I stand in the elevator with these very fancy looking people with, with like briefcases that are handcuffed yeah. to their wrists. <laughs> oh, I have not looked for <laughs> wrist wrist yeah. handcuffs. Yeah. But, uh, as long as they're not fluffy handcuffs, then <laughs> that would be a different No, then building. I'd get off at their floor. Yeah. <laughs> Follow yeah. them to where they're going. But, uh, uh, that's good, mate. No, I'm, I'm glad to hear you, you're chasing your dreams in the corporate world. Yeah. Good on you. Um, you know. No, it's good. Um, also, a little uh, connection to your homeland. I was telling you just before we recorded, they're filming the TV show Batwoman 
in my building. Yeah, and, we, uh, Ruby, Ruby Rose. I actually didn't know in that one. Ruby Rose starred in it, but yeah. um, I always find that funny because she was in Orange Is the New Black, right? Uh, yeah, kind of like a big movie star, TV Hell star yeah. now, and she started yeah. out as just um, you know like a a DJ on a local radio station and doing Whoa. a bit of modelling and stuff back in Australia, and she's come so popular so quick. So. DJ on a shitty radio show. And yeah. came all that way. So what you're saying is mm-hmm. uh, you or me could become the next Ruby Rose. Maybe together. We'll yeah. make it together. That's the aim. And yeah. For the record, if I'm in the elevator with Ruby Rose, I'm also getting off at the same floor as her. Yeah. With for handcuffs. Sure. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. So, uh, yeah. What, what's been going on with you? Uh, not too much. Still battling a little illness. Yeah. S- could be coronavirus, maybe not. We still don't know. Uh-oh. Um, did I am wearing a, uh, a water jug on my head, recording yeah, too. Which is the in thing to do now in yeah. Vancouver. Uh, what else? Celebrated the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Still think that's a silly sport, but got involved with the drinking aspect of things. Sure. Um, nearly under, ended up at the, the drag yeah. show that we've spoken a lot. Okay, at, yeah. Um, featuring um, Highway Stitching. Because I remember you said it was um, no, didn't did didn't even want to be like they wanted to be named like in every uh, shout out in, in every, every podcast. That yeah, was, that was the goal. Shouts out high waisted jean. Um, and then ended up to another bar that I think we've spoken about before, Funkies. And it was yeah. so funny because we go in there and there's only one other patron in the bar and he's just sitting at a table playing the saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I love really, that. really good. But he wasn't performing there. He wasn't on the stage or anything. He was a patron that just bought his saxophone. And so we played a bit of pool. Besides that, I don't know. I did a bit of snowboarding yesterday. It awesome. snowed a fuck ton. Um, my mate Sam, yeah. who was on our fourth episode maybe, yeah. as I guessed, he drove up bubble. his very first time driving in snow. Why would you make him do that? I didn't make him do that. Okay, so we watched the Super Bowl together. I turn up at halftime. He's already wankered and he is very um, – he's talking about driving up and he's very confident yeah. in himself, you know, had a couple of frothies, very, very happy with himself saying, yeah, the car will chop through, it's fine. It's like a fucking Mazda 3. Good stuff. You know, he, I'll be fine driving. We're going up and yeah. the first hairpin turn – it's snowing. There's snow on the road. Coming up to it, I'm like, oh, he'll start to slow down soon. Surely he's doing 50 k's around the hairpin turn. Does not slow up. Maybe down yeah. to 40. Uh, we completely spin out. Don't do a. We don't go 360 degrees. Maybe we do a 180. We end up facing down the mountain the wrong way, and there's <laughs> a line of cars behind us. Um, and he looked like a ghost. He went just like a white sheet, completely white. I've never seen him so frazzled. It, but I couldn't stop laughing. It was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. It was hilarious. So did you have to drive back down the hill and get to the end of the line of cars? No, nah, he had to do like a three-point turn holding <laughs> up the line of cars and continued up. And the most awkward thing is that the car that behind us was like this V-dub Golf. Yeah. And when we got up to the top of the mountain, our car, we ended up parking next to him and we got oh. out of the car at the same time and he kind of just like shook his head at us and just <laughs> walked off. And uh, besides that, I hurt, I hurt my thumb. It's actually quite oh. swollen. I don't know if you can see it. It's all bruised. How did you do that? <laughs> snowboarding? Yeah, well, yeah, snowboarding. But I was sitting down when it happened. 
Oh. I was getting ready to do a jump, so it's not even a cool story. Yeah. Put my hand back to balance myself as I went to sit down. Thought my my hand I thought I was putting my hand into powder. Yeah. But it was like solid ice. Ugh. So I didn't know and I yeah. And I heard it crack. Ouch. I thought I broke it. You know when you hurt yourself really badly and you feel nauseous straight away and you feel yeah. like you want to vomit? That's what it felt like. I was like, oh, I fucking broke that. But we're all good now. Um, couldn't find any ice up there, so I couldn't ice it. So that's probably why it's a bit bruised. No. That was a joke because yeah. we were snowboarding. Um, but that's about it. That was pretty boring weekend. Nothing, nothing, nothing too much going yeah. on there. Somebody should make a counter for how many times Mikey has told horrific stories of driving up and down the Cypress <laughs> Hill. <laughs> I feel like it's at least five at this point. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Um, well, you know, snowboarding, that's a catch-22. You want to go up when the snow's good, when it's snowing, when there's fresh powder. So mm-hmm. it means you're going to have to drive up in some adverse conditions. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, I've done my share driving in Yeah, but you're from Kelowna, too. so at least yeah, you're kind I know. of... I was kind of born into it. Used to it. Sam just had no idea what he was doing. Oh, that's And funny. he was like, afterwards he was like, did I take that corner fast? I'm like... Well, we spun out. We were the only one that spun yeah. out, so we probably did, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, oh, maybe it's the car. And I go, nope, nope. It was uh, operator operator at fault. Definitely definitely not the machinery. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. Should, should we bring in our I our think guest? so. I, I want we to. We've got uh, two lovely guests joining us tonight. Um, were we allowed to y- talk at all during that or did we... To no, we didn't say. introduce you yet. In fact, shut up for now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you fucking ruined it, man. Yeah, I know. Um, you no, know, I felt normally, like I felt like yeah. he might have had a, something he wanted to say during that. I think I stole his anecdote that he wanted to bring up later on. Okay, but uh, you don't normally hear me being so curt with our with our guests, ladies and gentlemen. But I think I have an excuse to, um, with one of them at least, joining tonight. Uh, we've got my oldest friend uh, straight out of Kelowna. Joining us tonight, um, we've got Jordan. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, hey, Jordan. Good to have you. Yeah, and um, the only brother of mine I actually talk to. But more importantly, we've only got family uh, the member because you never ring your mum. So no. family and no. Um, but uh, more importantly, we've got his lovely girlfriend Helen joining us as our actual guest tonight. Hey, Helen. Hi. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. No problem. Yeah. So the only reason, um, and Helen, you've got an amazing story to tell. I want to hear one from Jordan first, though. The only reason I let him uh, get on a mic to begin with <laughs> is because uh, he just went on a big ski trip recently, too, uh, much like Mikey, but uh, he didn't just drive half an hour out of the city to Cyprus. Uh, you flew across the motherfucking Pacific Ocean and went to Japan, my friend. Yes, I did. <laughs> you got anything to say about that? I mean, yes, I did. <laughs> Give us something, Jordan. Come on, man. <laughs> they had snow there. Nice. You know what, though? Okay. So I thought skiing in Japan would be, first of all, awesome because, come on. But the ski is not as good as it is here. Wow. They tell you because we're in Canada. It's like the best skiing in the world. Sure. Mm-hmm. I do find it. I, it is kind of funny, you know, people from B.C., going somewhere else for a ski trip. Is that weird? It kind of seems like it. So what didn't make it as good? Just the terrain? Mm, I think I grew up at like one of the best mountains, or at least 
best mountains in Canada. Is that sure. true? Big White? Shout yeah, out yeah to it Kelowna. definitely would be, for sure. Yeah. So you were kind of spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. It was, oh, I was trying to say, they tell you it's not as good to tamper your expectations, but it actually is really good. Oh, okay. That took a bit of a twist, yeah. that, that story. Okay, so so it was better than what you thought. I'd say so. Okay, okay. Yeah. You're talking about Big White, temper your expectations. Wait, or are we talking about Japan? Oh, Japan. Oh, my God. We'll edit that <laughs> part out. Fucking. It's been a long day at work. And I'm still. There. <laughs> well, uh, well uh, listeners might know Jordan from a, probably a couple of stories that Eric's told over the years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> over the years. Jesus. Over the last six months. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, over the years that you've known each other. But yeah. most recently it was uh, you went with Jordan and your other friend Seb to L.A. Yes. And you told that story um, of you guys being um, enti- entitled – uh, millennials. Yeah, entitled millennials. Not we, being able to we, see Frank Ocean. Yeah, booed, booed a Canadian icon off stage. Um, I was standing right next to Jordan while yep. all of that happened. And uh, yeah, I want to hear more but, about but, your Japan trip. Though. <laughs> well, I was going to say oh. that that like throwing a bit of a tantrum because you don't get to see Frank Ocean and you got to see Drake instead Yeah, is like going to Japan and being like, oh, no, it's it's so shitty here, such shitty mountains, and everybody else would be like, oh, wow, Japan's fucking awesome. Yeah. So, so maybe just all in general, Jordan's entitled, you know, for everything. I think so. <laughs> he is a little bit of an entitled millennial. He is uh, making avocado toast as we speak. Yeah. He is, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know, writing a think piece. What else do millennials do? But... Uh, He's also listening to AirPods while he's got headphones in doing the podcast. No, I can't do that. I lost those in uh, Japan. Oh, in Japan. As long as uh, my passport as well. Yeah. Don't need that, turns out. You lost your passport I lost my passport. Okay, so you got to tell this story. Yeah, so... It's not a very exciting story. I left it on the plane up to Sapporo. Okay. And uh, went and got it on the plane back. Oh, okay, so it was a temporary loss. Yeah. I was How technically long? there illegally. But, uh, you know. I suppose so. Okay. Um, and how long had it been gone for? Five days. Oh. Is that a lot? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I would be pretty stressed. Yeah. Like that's in action. So you would have gone to the consulate or the oh, embassy yeah. and oh, yeah. did all that. So you already, you ordered one? No, I just got the same one back. Oh, they found it and they sent it, it back. Yeah. Like okay. we tried calling the airline a million times, but they just answered neither Japanese or Chinese. That doesn't and help. Was not very helpful. <laughs> that, can no. be, that can be tough. Well, I started off a, a, a tough trip because Eric told me you took an interesting route, or you had to, to get to Japan. Yeah, um, which is kind of just weird, right? Tickets. Usually, it's like twelve hundred dollar round trip from Vancouver, is what I was seeing. But we found ones for six hundred from Calgary, where Eric's actual brother Joey lives. Who? The the one we don't speak about much. <laughs> no. But you decided to travel with. Yeah. Why not? But yeah, you guys found miraculous $600 tickets. It was literally just one day only. I don't know how that worked. Mm. Glitch in the software, in the booking software. Something like that. So it meant you had to fly from Vancouver. Well, I had a layover in Vancouver, so I thought, I'll just hop on the second flight. No problem. Yeah. Big problem. They don't let you do that. They do not let you do that. So you had to drive east. To Calgary. I just hopped on a $100 flight to Calgary. It still cost way less in the long run. There you go. 
Yeah, it's a good tip for all you travels out there. Look yeah. out, to, you know. Fly to Calgary from Vancouver, then back to Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just in general, if you want to fly west, have a look at some options east first. See what's, see what's going on yeah. over there. Any other fun Japan stories to share? You talked about, uh, you, had, you told me when you got back that you had um, some fun uh, food ordering dilemmas. That is a great story. Oh, not really. Sounds well, exciting. <laughs> well, we went out. Uh, so in Japan, they have themed bars that are like, imagine a hotel or an apartment where every single room is its own themed bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great okay. times. They had one that's just like 200 yen per drink, which is 250. Wow. Great deal. That's dangerous. Amazing. Yeah. I spent a couple hours there and then. A couple bottled. of hours buying 250 drinks. It's a good time. I'm surprised you walked out. <laughs> it's well. If you know anything about Earl's on top, it's a lot like that around here where they have 350 highballs. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Half a shot in a full glass of water. Oh, okay. Okay. So your bill is considerably higher than the equivalent of how you should be feeling. Yeah. We've had like 10 shots of tequila in a night and been okay. Mm. You should be dead after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. And the, so what was the theme of that? Bar then, you said there was a th- cheap drinks. Just cheap drinks. That was the theme. That one wasn't themed. That's I a good theme. Yeah, one of I my mean, favorites. It's kind of the best theme. Really. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you had to order on your phone too. Oh, which is interesting. They just had the little menu there. Mm. It had stats for everything. Like that's soup, man. I would str- my phone dies when it gets to like seventy five percent now. So uh. I would have had one drink. Damn. Would not have been keen for that. What was the point of that? Did they not have? So they didn't have bartenders. No, just or one. Just because Japan wanted to be futuristic? Pretty much. Did robots bring you the drinks? No, there was a robot <laughs> waiter. Yeah, waiter at one restaurant. Waiter or waitress? Oh. You know, it Let's was very this. spherical and I could not tell, I'll be honest. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, then we were waddling the streets looking for food and find this kind of much like Full of just Japanese people, Japanese businessmen after work. So we know it's good because there's no room. Everyone's eating. Sure. And I look and I see, oh, eel, this looks good. Market price. I, why, would I you, why would you think that? Why would you I look at know. an eel and think, that looks good? <laughs> it was on the menu. I just thought, I want to try something good. Okay. I like eel. I didn't know eel before. It is eel, right? I didn't just screw up. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and then it said market price. So I asked the guy, uh, how much, how much? He's like... Ooh, expensive. Uh, a large is 1,500 yen, which is basically $17. Like, no, no, that's too much. Okay, I'll go small. For a whole eel? Okay. Very small, like two little pieces. That okay. was large. So I thought, okay, small will be like half that. Whatever. It's, it's expensive, but it's Japan. I'm going to spend some money on good fish. Turns out two small pieces of eel were $25. Hmm. Huh. Very small. And Damn. was it worth the is is eel is that a common dish or I mean, is it like, like more of a delicacy? Is that why we're you paying? It's on more? like most sushi places even it's here. It's really not that special. It just said market price. Okay, I see. Yeah, it wouldn't be a special because they can. Fresh. I, I think they breed them really easy. They have eel farms and yeah and and, and shit like that. I think I just got um, pranked. Maybe y- yeah, bamboozled as it were. I think maybe so. not pranked. Maybe just yeah, ripped off. I would say oh, that's just yeah. like that's oh word. yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't know anything about Japan, clearly. No. He did straight up lie to me about the price. That is true. Mm. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who don't know, Jordan is what you'd call a tall man. Yeah. And I'd say that in Japan, you probably even felt possibly taller. 
Oh, I was told many times. I think like, as a culture, they, they're probably a little bit shorter than North Americans. Safe, so. safe to say, right? Is it? <laughs> Did you culture? feel like a giant yeah. walking around? Culture. <laughs> as a... It, what are you trying to say there, Mikey? <laughs> it's common scientific like a, fact. Did you feel like a giant walking around? No, I felt normal. Oh. People, I'm taller than them. That's how... People work like okay. They're not like they're not they're not <laughs> okay. They're not pygmies. All but, right, moving you know, on. <laughs> average height in Japan is smaller, is what I've been told. I haven't even been to Japan. I shouldn't be talking about this. I think so, but I read it on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Thank All you. All right. Easy yeah. microphone. Yeah. <laughs> any any other uh, fun Japan stories you want to share? I didn't meet Thundercat, so it kind of wasn't worth it. Yeah. Yeah, so one of our favorite performances in in L.A. was this artist, Thundercat, who's uh, pretty obsessed with Japanese culture and incorporates a lot of that in his aesthetic and his music and stuff and uh, happened to be in Tokyo at the same time as these guys. And every time they sent me a message, I really hoped that they'd bumped into him. But it's going to be hard in Tokyo. I heard that's quite a big city. Yeah. So it, yes, it would have second like biggest city globally or something. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It would have been small quite. town vibes. Yeah. Anyways. Um, is that a play? Uh, is that on your bucket list, Japan? I'd love to go there. Yeah. 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 The nerdy side of me really wants to go mm. kind of hang out and like, all these video game stores and like arcades could, and things like that. I could like so see you in Japan. Do you want to go? It's never, it's never tickled my fancy. No. If, if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be honest, why, why weren't you invited on this trip? Why did Jordan choose your brother over you? That's gonna be a slap in the face. No, not really. I mean, they, uh, they planned it as a ski trip, and I don't really ski, so that was a big factor of it. And I'd just been to Europe too. Couldn't yeah, really afford enough. another big trip like that, even with a cheap flight from Calgary like that. It just wasn't really in the budget, and we'll get to Japan eventually. Fair enough. But, uh, Fair enough. you know, one day. But anyways. Um, Moving on. Yeah. We've got Helen joining us tonight. Hey, Helen. Hi. Hey. So, uh, we, you've listened to this show before, haven't you? Just... Yeah. Don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, Just actually, actually, when I when I met Eric, you, I don't know how to address you. When I met you, we <laughs> by my name usually is uh, yep. what works. He's got the same name on podcast oh, as he does in uh, real life. Mm, yes. So, um, Jordan and I, Jordan said that he hadn't listened to any of the podcast yet. Yeah. Um, your oldest and best friend hadn't listened to any of your podcasts. That's yet. fine. Most of my friends don't. Aww. Yeah. Oh, so Most people I, don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I don't know why we do this. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, so I was like, we should listen to one. And we just like turned on one and we started listening to the first one. Of the, mm. I think it was the newest one. Oh, was it? it was I don't remember. It was recent at the time. Okay. But anyways. It was about this girl from Newfoundland. Oh, oh yeah, with Alexis. Taking a gander. Good one. Good with one. Alexis. Yeah. Good one to tune into. I bumped into her earlier today. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Huh. Just just on the, we were crossing a street, going different directions. Huh. Yeah. Funny how that in happens. In the middle of a crosswalk and then went on our way. Huh. Very good. Anyways. <laughs> cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you have briefly listened. Yes. Shouts out Alexis. She'll be back on one day. But anyways, um, so how we usually uh, do the show is we ask guests uh, 
where they're from. So where are you from? Never asked me where I'm from. You're from Oof. Kelowna. Shit. <laughs> um, that is kind of a complicated question, though. I like that okay. answer. That's it. That's what we're going to get into. Yeah. Um, like, you can ask, what is my ethnicity? Or where do I consider home? Or what culture I relate to the most? Yeah, we want all those answers. Oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe let's start with where were you born? All right. Yeah, let's do it in um, chronological, chronological order. order. Okay. So I was born in Korea, in cool. Busan. Busan. Um, yeah, it's a city in the south. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm ethnically Korean. All right. You, so your parents are both Korean? Yes. Awesome. And uh, how long did you live in Busan for? Um, we actually moved a little bit in Korea as well. Okay. Um, we were in Busan for, I think, the first three years of my life, mm-hmm. three, four years of my life. And then in Korea, all men have mandatory military service. Yeah. Um, and so we all followed our dad up to the mountains um, where he did his military service. Up in Kangwondo. <laughs> um, and then we moved back down to Busan for like another few years. I was in Korea for a total of like seven years. All right. Yeah, the first six, seven years in of my life. Early childhood. Mm-hmm. And then we all moved to Pakistan. Whoa. Wow. Okay. That's quite the move. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know any of the stories. So it's good <laughs> hearing it for the first time. So you wouldn't really um, remember living in Korea too much? Not too much, but I I have a weird, I have a weirdly good sense of memory. Wow, that was really hard to say. Yeah, well, Um, I can't remember anything before seven. That's why I only say it. But some people can. Some people can have memories. You mean like seven o'clock tonight? Well, yeah, exactly. Like an hour ago. Exactly. I don't remember the last 30 years, anything. Wow. Um, (laughs) Okay, interesting. And you mentioned the military thing. I didn't know about that. How long do males have to spend in the military? Um, it depends on, like, which department of military you go to. Like, yeah, okay. if it's the Air Force or the Army or the Navy, I think. Yeah. And also, like, how what like rank you go in as. Mm-hmm. You could be a Katusa, which is, um, like, part of the... You go on to the American bases that are in Korea and it's a little bit like easier or you could go as a general, which means you have to do more studying and mm-hmm. you have to pass exams and then you go as a general and can make a career out of it. And in the case of my dad, he's a doctor. So he went as right. a military doctor okay. for a year and a half. I would choose to be one of them soldiers that stands yeah. at the DMZ just staring at the North Korean guy <laughs> staring back at you. <laughs> Stay there for 12 hours a day. Okay, I don't know if it happens like that, but cool. Yeah, I've seen photos. Oh, right. <laughs> right. <don't> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's oh. cool. I've often thought about that. I kind of, I would have liked to have done that a couple of years in the military. I reckon yeah. that's good. Yeah. It's never too late. Character. Sorry? It's never too late. No. Oh, I don't know. I'm 30 now. I've got a busted thumb. Oh. <laughs> Probably too old. Wouldn't get Rough in. Life. Yeah. And then Did over to Pakistan. cut your hair too. Would they make me? Probably. It's discrimination. Nah. <laughs> so over to Pakistan. <laughs> um, yes. Reasons? Um, my dad was offered 
asked to come work there at a nonprofit hospital. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, in this town called Orangi Town, it's near Karachi, which is a big city in Pakistan. It's um, in a refugee like slum okay. area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where refugees from Afghanistan and Iran kind of like all huddled there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And how long were you in Pakistan for them? Um, a total of I think about eleven years. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so you were there long enough to get into cricket. Definitely. <laughs> I do like cricket. Do you really? I, did, I played cricket growing up. Yeah. Okay. Like, there you go. These two just became friends. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Pac- you're from Australia. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just, <laughs> just <laughs> no, realized. I knew that, but like I didn't. I, <laughs> I forget how like big cricket is in like, um, like different countries. Yeah. Well, Australia and Pakistan, two pretty. We actually just flogged you guys in a series. But uh, oh. anyway. Oh, um, there you go. Yikes. Um, so that's cool. That's great. <laughs> Don't talk about <laughs> flogging Jordan's girlfriend. <laughs> is that the, oh, that's probably is that an Australian word? I don't know. Flog? Yeah. I mean, I've heard it. You flogged you guys? Yeah, like in a sport. Yeah. So like, oh, the Canucks flog the Calgary Flames. Yeah, so no, I really don't say that's that. That's not Canadian. Okay, okay <laughs> there you go. Uh, see, it sounds weird in a genuine where, Canadian accent. Where is the band flogging Molly from? Uh, I don't know. Flogging Molly. Australia? I don't, don't know. know. Not Sounds too sure. Irish or something, but because <laughs> of Molly, gross. More the, the oh, Molly no. part sounds gross. Irish. Generalization. <laughs> um. So you were in Karachi for yes. the whole eleven years. They're Irish American, so I was half right. They're okay. a Celtic punk band. Okay. Very okay. nice. Yeah. We also went to Camp Flog Noah, Jordan. Cool. Music okay. Let's get past flogging, guys. <laughs> 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 Sorry. What was Karachi like to grow up in? Um, just to clarify, just sorry for a second. Um, I was in Karachi for six years, not 11 years. I was in Pakistan for 11 years. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, Karachi was, is still one of the hottest places in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, very hot, very humid. We're right next to the Indian ocean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of heat. So, um, you can't escape the heat because the city cuts off your electricity um, every day for a few hours at a time, sometimes more. Okay. Wow. Sometimes more often. Um, what temperatures are we talking? You know, in summer, what what's it going to get to? Um, like on average, at least 40 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Up to like 45, 50. Mm, that's um, pretty warm. Except pretty warm. like, yeah, that's pretty warm. And the worst part is if it was just dry heat, you can escape it by just going into the shade, right? Or like f- having a fan blow on you. Mm-hmm. But it's like so humid that the shade or the sunlight, it feels like the same like kind of terrible heat. Like you step out of the shower yeah. and you're like, hey, yeah. I'm in another shower. Yeah, it's bad when shade Gross. doesn't help. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's not good. So but, did sorry, you ever get used yeah. to it? Uh, I think you just get used to being hot and irritable all the time <laughs> um, and learning to like how to like adapt to it, I guess. Yeah. Just drinking uh-huh. a lot of water yeah. and cold water and sometimes like waking up in the middle of the night and like taking all your clothes off and laying on the floor mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Would, would <laughs> you rather that it be minus... 20 
every day for the rest of your life or 45 above every day for the rest of your life? Minus 20. Minus 20 for Helen. Jordan? Yeah, probably minus 20. Really? Eric? I like it hot, baby. 45. <laughs> yeah, I'm going 45 <laughs> as well. Yeah. I'm going 45. We're oh. getting sweaty. Ooh. Sweaty like a hot Turn bag of chips. Up. Yeah. Um, you sleep in 45. Yeah, I, I've honestly Naked. never done it. With Mikey a has the right answer, but I've never done it. Blowing at you. Um, yeah. What What was life in Karachi like, though? Other than hot, hot. Um. Well, I I th- I was there just as a child, like mm-hmm. from seven to thirteen ish, I think. Okay. Um, we weren't really allowed to go outside as foreign girls. Um, but when we did get to go outside, it was sometimes good. (laughs) (laughs) The food there is amazing. I miss it still every day. And I try to make my own versions of it. Um, she has, and it's amazing. Yeah. Jordan got to try chicken curry just the other day. It was really good. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It was so hot. where did you go for the other years then? Because you said you were there for 11 years. Yeah. So if we go chronologically, actually, after Karachi... Oh, ruined the story. Yeah, we were here yeah. in Canada, BC, Langley. Oh. Okay. Yeah. For about a year and a half. Yep. And then went back to Pakistan. Just thought, oh... Oh, BC, not that nice of a nice, got a taste not that nice it, of a place. Let's go back to Pakistan. Yeah. Uh, not enough. Too cold, not <laughs> too cold <laughs> in BC. Chicken curry here. <laughs> Actually, that so. was something that was so disturbing about Canada when I first came is that like the chicken wings were so big. Oh. Mm. Yeah, because we don't have in Pakistan, like if you want to eat chicken, you like walk up to a shop and you're like, I want that dude. And they're like in cages. Mm-hmm. And then the butcher butchers it for you right in front of you. Like they slit their throat and they throw it in a bucket and they're like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and they this is killing me right now. Flap it around. The chicken flaps around for Helen, a bit. Oh, oh my God. Get to the point. <laughs> you don't need us to paint us a picture. Yeah. Um, the point is that like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was a sensitive topic. Okay. Eating chicken. Um, yeah, chicken wings are quite tiny if you actually look at like real normal chickens. And then in huh. Canada, you buy chicken wings and they're like, they were like the size of like half my hand. I was extremely shocked. Well, so, I imagine in the Western world, they pump them full of yeah, all sorts of steroids. Yeah, genetically modified organisms, like stero- steroids. And in Pakistan, despite the fact they're kept in cages, I'm sure they're more yeah. all natural. Yeah. Probably yeah. why they're smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you were 13. <laughs> You know, childhood in Korea, kind of early teen years in Pakistan. You fly halfway around the world, arrive in Langley, British Columbia, and you're like, damn, they got big chicken wings here. <laughs> That's what you take out of it. That was yep. your exposure to uh, to North America? Yeah, it was like they got big chicken wings. It rains a lot here. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Oh, I thought that was so interesting that people would, whenever there was a little bit of sunlight in the summer, mm-hmm. like, or when it started becoming sunny, that people would take off all their clothes. So weird. And lay in the lay in their lawns or, like, um, 
Just like, I don't know. People just okay. get really naked. Yeah. I had a friend over yeah. from Perth last week and I told him about this. I was literally just talking about this. It's such a weird Vancouver thing. <laughs> as soon as the tiniest bit of sun, people get in their bikinis and their fucking speedos, find the tiniest yeah. bit of lawn and yeah. lay on it. It's so fucking weird. Only Vancouverites do that. It's what we do, man. I mean, you fucking... When the sun when the sun shines, make hay. You know, like yeah, I, I mean, guess so. You gotta you gotta celebrate, and I I think that is kind of something that makes Vancouver special is that we dress and have wardrobes for very specific changes in weather, and that was something I actually noticed even when I was in Spain. An observation a friend made to me was that it was it was November when we were in Spain, and uh, people even though it was 25, 30 degrees out wearing long pants and jackets. And she's like, yeah, because they dress based on the calendar, not the weather outside. Mm. Yeah, but, I mean, their heat in Spain would, you know, doesn't equivalent no. to what we think is heat here. No. Like, you know, local people in Karachi, it's 45 degrees. They're yeah. dressed up in, you know, their sweatpants and things like that. Probably they're like, ah, cool yeah. day. Yeah, we'll wear shorts when it gets to it's 50. 39 out. Yeah, we actually don't wear shorts in Pakistan. Okay, yes, yeah, sorry, oh. I realized that when I said that. <laughs> it's an, it's, uh, it's the Islamic Republic of Pakistan. Yeah, so it's a very conservative no. country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes. So, what were you uh, wearing on a day to day basis when you lived there? Then <laughs> what a weird in question. Karachi? <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's Dude. a yes. I think Dude. that's a fantastic question. Wait, oh, well, what, were you going to say something, to, Jordan? To I think that's joke. worse than you know. Uh, no, never mind. Yeah, no, good question. Continue. <laughs> um, What's well, the hottest damn place on earth and nobody wears shorts? Yeah. So, yeah. We wear these things called shawars. Mm -hmm. um, and the full name for it would be like shawar gummies. Shawars is the term for the really loose pants mm -hmm. made out of cotton. They're usually white. And you know those pants that people have been wearing? Like they look like people pooped in their pants. Like hmm. they get it from Thailand and it has yeah. elephants on them. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, pants. it's kind of like that, except it's like MC all Hammer white. Pants? Pardon? Like MC Hammer pants? I'm not sure. Yeah. What like that it's means, a, it's a low yeah. crutch. Yeah, it's a yeah. low. So that's crutch. why you said it looks yeah. like someone's looks like Pooped they've got a pile it. of poo. Yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking of white pants with just a brown strip <laughs> on the back <laughs> or something. Okay, that clears no, things up. No. I was like going through my head like, no. what? I haven't seen these. Yeah, um, so they're like really loose around the crotch, obviously to aerate the area, um, <clears throat> and like white to reflect the heat, and they're made out of cotton. Hmm. Sounds cool. kind of um, yeah, pretty pretty fashionable. Are there ski resorts in Pakistan? Are there what ski resorts? Ski resorts. Ski I don't. Uh, I. Th I don't think so. Uh, Not that I, I can recall. I I lived in, lived in Murray for like four years, which is at the base of the Himalayas, but they didn't have ski resorts no there. Skiing. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Wasn't the snowy part of the Himalayas? It was actually quite snowy. Oh. Um, it would get quite snowy in the winter, like more snow than I've ever, like more snow than Vancouver gets at least. Like a is, lot is there a non-snowy part of the Himalayas? I don't know. Maybe the, like the lower down parts. Oh, so. yeah. We were at the base of the Himalayas. We were like, what, um, 2,400 meters-ish up above sea level. So it yeah, wasn't that high. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty high. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Cool. So you came to Langley and then you went back to Pakistan. You're like, the chicken wings are too big here. I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't have been you making that decision at 13. <laughs> but I was uh, not. yeah, uh, where, where'd you go after Langley? We went back to, to Pakistan. Yeah, back to Pakistan to the to Murray. To Murray. Um, to the base of the Himalayas. And then actually funny thing about chicken wings is that I noticed I got used to the chicken wings here, all small boned and really fat and plump. And then I come back to Pakistan and the chicken wings are so tiny and the bones are so big and there's barely any meat on it. And I was like, I got disgusted. I was like, oh no, I can't eat this chicken wing anymore. It looks too much <laughs> like chicken. Yeah, you're never happy. It's either too big, too small and scrawny. Yeah, no, no I still ate it, but like, I just was shocked at the difference every time that I went <laughs> back and forth. I was like, chicken wing's so big here and then chicken wing's so small here. I feel like there's there must be more differences between Pakistan and Canada. <laughs> but, so I find it so amazing that this is the this it's is actually the, this the is only the thing. Point. It's really interesting. I kind of love thing. that this is the reoccurring theme of this episode. Yeah, chicken wings. Yeah. Um. So I guess this moving back and forth, well, forth and then back, um, was for your for your dad's work as well. Yeah. Wasn't. Yeah, it was mostly my dad and. Yeah, it's all his fault. So I guess you ended your time in Murray, however you say it, 17, 18, I guess? Yeah, I gradu—I got to graduate from high school over there um, yep. when I was, I think, 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I moved out. Or actually, our whole family moved out um, when I graduated back to, Korea, back to Korea first and then to China. For a few months. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. yeah wow. We lived wow. right across North Korea and we could see North Korea and we could see oh, people really? walking. Oh, no way. Wow. Yeah. We saw North Koreans and like, like there was just, it was just a bridge away. It was just a river away. Oh, shit. Yeah. But, it w- but, but heavily guarded, militarized. Not you know? super, nah. actually. No, there was just wow. a bridge. And did you ever, you know, get tempted to like walk across throw, that bridge? Just throw something in like, you know, just to let them know that the outside world exists. Um, they can very much see us. Like they wow. can very much see China. And it's it's actually quite interesting that like you can walk across like along the river that divides China and Korea, mm. like at least yeah. in that part that I was in. Um, and at nighttime, I don't know if you guys know anything about Chinese culture, but it gets really bright and colorful. And there's like music and like all these old women are dancing in the streets all in sync. It's incredible. I don't know how they learned it, like all together. Well, is this just a regular Tuesday night or is this for a festival? No, it's like it's like every night, like people, <laughs> Chinese, old wow. older Chinese people or young get out all together and they're all like doing this like kind of like dance thing together. It's really cool. That. That's cool. What, yeah. what? Town or city was this in China? I was in Dandong, Liaoning, Dandong. China. Yeah. Huh. Because I've watched documentaries. I'm, I'm obviously, you know, I'm fascinated yeah. by North Korea. I've seen them documentaries, people swimming down that river trying to escape, trying to escape and, <laughs> and get out. It's pretty, yeah. pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I, and then you would see like right across the river and it's just complete darkness. Yeah. Because they don't waste electricity, I guess. They're, I don't think they just they don't have just much. don't think they have much, do they? They're the they're definitely not the culprit of greenhouse <laughs> gas emissions in this yeah, world. They, they cannot. Yeah. That's the that's that's one thing they can't be blamed for. Yep. No. Yeah. Wow. So and then so China for just a little bit. 
just a little bit. Things didn't really work out there. Once so, again, for your dad's job? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. At this stage, you're just like, for fuck's sake, dad, come on, let's just... Let's just settle down somewhere. Or were you enjoying it? Um, well, I was enjoying it because I was graduated and I was taking a gap year. I didn't go to university right away. I was like, oh, China, this is cool. And like right across North Korea, this is interesting. Like I, mm, I feel sure. passionate about um, the fact that people from the same history, f- same ethnicity, same language, um, just because they're born north of the border go through so much more shit than I do that they I have so much more opportunities than they mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. so I thought it was really cool like getting to be a part of it like meeting people that like were kind of from North Korea I can't really say too much but yeah yeah wow sounds- so where to after China um and then I went to Switzerland okay over to Europe yeah, of course. What a that what makes a sense. trotting adventure. Switzerland was this part of your gap year? Yes, it was. I did this program called DTS with YWAM. It's a it's a Christian thing. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, YWAM could stand for Youth with a Mission or Young Woman After Men or Youth Without Any Money. Oh, oh, it's got multiple meanings. Yeah. Yes. Where was that based? Where was the program? It's based actually all around the world, but um, we, my friend and I, we chose to go to the Lausanne, Switzerland one, and we were there for three months. And then there was a little other program, and so I was in Budapest, Hungary, for two months. And then <laughs> I finally went back to Korea um, to try to like think about what I wanted to do in life. I had so many options. And was that where your parents were at that point? Yes, they were. They didn't come with me to Switzerland or Budapest. Yeah, they were yeah. back in Korea. Mm-hmm. So my dad settled down in Korea. Um, and then I went back, worked there for a little bit. And then I came back to Canada. And I've been nice. here for three years now. Three years. So this is almost the, the longest you've spent somewhere by the sounds of it. Yeah. Um, actually, getting close to the... Close to it, I guess. Mm. Maybe six years in Karachi was pretty long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what made you choose uh, Vancouver? Was it the fact that you'd kind of been in the area when you came to Langley or you just throw a dart at a map? Yeah, like I think it definitely helped that I knew what it was kind of like. I knew what the chicken wings looked like. Sure, you weren't going to be surprised this time. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> You missed those big wings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> just all around the world, you're going to China. Not, yes. not good enough. Switzerland, <laughs> not good enough. You knew there were cute Hungry. tall boys there. Oh, yeah. I, I guess I met, I met this dude right here. Yeah, somewhere down the line. Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> And I think also, I think at that time it was like they're talking about Trump getting elected. So I hope that's not why you came here. <laughs> that's exactly why I didn't go to America. Oh, uh, okay. So yes. the United States were somewhere you were considering going. Yes, it definitely was. I My education was all American. And oh. so I was like, oh, like I probably have a better chance at getting an American, like liberal arts degree or something like that. Okay. But Trump scared me. Yeah, so you scares moved a lot of people. Almost as close as you could to America without, yeah. without quite getting there. I don't think I ever want to go there. Fair enough. Have you ever been to the United States? Yes, a few times. Okay. 
bad experiences, I think. Oh. Great country, good food. Probably even bigger chicken wings than here, if I had to guess. Actually. Like dinosaur chicken yeah, wings, I'm I have to give say. it another try because I have to go down to the south. I've heard delicious things about barbecue there and yeah. chicken wings. and. Um, they're a big fan of the dude you avoided that place for, though. Yeah. In oh, the no. South. Yeah. It's okay. I just won't bring him up. And he's like... Yeah. Getting impeached. Right? Are we allowed to talk about political stuff? Sure. I don't know. He's we not going to get impeached. No, he got cleared. Yeah. Yeah, there was no... There was no. Like, he was never going to get impeached. No think. way. Well, he got cleared? Yeah. yeah oh. I mean, he, he was impeached, but the Senate had to vote two-thirds in favor of actually removing him from office, and well over two-thirds of the senators are Republicans. So I, like, I find the Democratic... Race even more fucking nuts. Uh, That's even let's more not get bonkers. Into that. <laughs> uh, yeah, what a nightmare. But um, anyways, Helen, this question's been sitting on my mind for a while, a while now because you've had this amazing kind of, not jet setting, but very international upbringing. Um, by the time you got to Canada, where you've been for the last three years, how many languages do you speak? I speak English and Korean. That's about it. Just two? Is that because you had American schooling, right, in, in Pakistan? I can speak a little bit of Urdu, like just enough to like bargain for food and tell them that that's too expensive. Yeah. Make it cheaper. <laughs> um, um, and I, yeah, no, I think part of my lack of like languages, oh, that sounds kind of bad, but. Yeah. I only speak one, so I've even bigger lack of yeah. language. Oh, yeah. I didn't mean to. No, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I don't think I speak as many of the languages that I was exposed to because I kept moving around and especially in Pakistan. So when I was home, I was told that I just only speak Korean because my parents were mm-hmm. afraid of us losing our language. And then at school, we were told that we could only speak English, no other language. Um, so then... And then we weren't allowed to go outside, so I never got to really learn the local language. Okay. Yeah, and then whenever I started a second language, like I started learning Spanish when I was in Pakistan, and then we moved to Canada, and they taught us French here for a year and a half. Yeah. And then I moved back to Pakistan, and they taught me German there for a year and a half. Um, mm. And then that was the end of my languages. So but I was you only like, came out with two. Yeah, pretty sad. Better than better than Eric just yeah, knowing one, just to be one. honest. And I also know one. Just one. Um, question about languages, I guess, going back to yeah. Korea. Is there a big difference in accent between people from the North and the South? Oh, huge. Huge accent. Huge. And do you think the longer that North Korea is going to be isolated, the more it's going to diverge? And yes. like, Yeah. That's I crazy. I've never really thought about that. Hey. That is actually <laughs> really cool that you brought that up because that's something that's definitely a big thing. Like we... Yeah kind of, yeah, we haven't communicated with the people there, at least the common people haven't communicated with each other for in over 70 years now, and language does change quite fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't notice, and especially, like, South Koreans, they, like, make new trends and make new lingo, like, all the time. Like, every year I go mm-hmm. back there, I'm like, what are people saying? Like, literally, like, I'm like, I have to learn new terminology. Mm-hmm. And so... 
That kind of scares me for like, because I really want us to reunite. But when it does, yeah. are we going to even understand each other? That's the thing. What do they say about, you know, there's that, that thing where they say if a lion, if a lion could suddenly like speak to a human and they could understand each other, yeah. the words they were saying, even though they knew the words they were saying, they couldn't communicate because a lion's life mm. is so different to what a human's lived that they can't comprehend the others talking. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe North Koreans are so isolated. They've been told like so many things that are completely untrue. Mm. I don't think this would, ha- this would happen in 70 years, but the longer it happens, the more it would go that way. Yeah. Maybe. I can see Terminology, that. things like that. Yeah. Like, I think so. I mean, there's been like there's been so many words that have been that have come up with in the last five years. Mm-hmm. They're not going to wo- know what fucking woke means, you know? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, Selfie. It's, be it's true. You know? Really interesting when, if that does ever happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, like, I, I know nothing about North or South Korea, really, but I'm sure, like, in the North Korea, if they've been separated for so long, it's got to be practically its own language at that point. Like, it, just the dialect has got to probably not even really distinguishable from modern Korean mm. in the South. Honestly, there are so many dialects within even South Korea itself that I have trouble understanding my grandfather. Um, when he talks to me, my grandmother either tra- like translates, quote-unquote, or my dad kind of like translates so and sometimes even my grandma too from my mom's side like i can't understand what she's saying sometimes mm. um yeah. that's how quickly korean has evolved so yeah like i'm watching this show right now actually and it's based in north korea and they talk in a north korean accent and there are so many ter- there's so much terminology and words that like even koreans don't know that they have it like translated some of it like at oh, the wow. bottom like this means that like yeah. That's kind of weird. A show based in North Korea. Huh. Yeah, it's good. Crash landing into you, I huh. think. Is that what it's called? Yeah, on Netflix. It's really good. Oh, I'm going to check that out. Sweet. I've always been obsessed with the whole North Korea thing. Nice. Um, But anyway, <laughs> maybe we'll move past that. Yeah. Uh, we asked you a lot of questions at first about, you know, you know, where do you identify from? Where do you – so like – yeah. After we know where you've lived now, if someone was to say, where are you from? Do you tell that whole story or do you have a more simple answer? Or do you consider yourself Korean, Canadian? Like, do you that's, have a simple answer? That's a great, great question. I actually get so frazzled every time somebody asks me where I'm from still. Um, it's something that's like almost a little bit of a like a sensitive topic for me because I'm like what do you mean where am I from I don't really know where I am from either Mm. myself and I so I usually just ask them like oh what do you mean like are you asking where I was born or are you asking Mm -hmm. what I identify as kind of thing right and now you can just say download episode 29 of living abroad oh yeah (laughs) awesome simplifies it a little bit yeah. You got an hour? Um, <laughs> yeah. That's that's really cool because it seems like your life has kind of been broken into like three segments at this point of like, you know, your childhood in Korea and then kind of adolescence in Pakistan and then mm-hmm. now. 
good old Vancouver for your early adulthood. Yes. So you were here on, uh, you said you've been here for three years. Is that uh, on some kind of visa, residency? Yes, I'm here on a student visa. Okay. So you're studying at the moment? Yeah, I'm studying to become a therapist. I want to be a counselor. Excellent. Awesome. Excellent. Cool. And how long is that course? I still have a year left Mm -hmm. to do my thesis and stuff like that. And then I have to do a master's after that. You have to? I have to, yes. And is the plan to stick in Canada for all of that? Um. I hope so. I think so. Maybe. Depends. <laughs> I hope so, too. Oh. Aw. <laughs> Gonna oh, tra- no. <laughs> drag Jordan back to Pakistan. He would <laughs> not be happy with them small chicken wings. No. Oh, no. <laughs> we actually, uh, yeah, maybe Korea. in the Himalayas. That'd be pretty sweet. Himalayas are, st- honestly, one good, beautiful thing about Pakistan that I can say for sure is that it is the most beautiful place on earth. I have seen many places. I have been to many mountain ranges and Himalayas beat them all. Wow. It's a mm. must go. Yep. It's a must that makes go. Sense. And you've been all to right. some big ones. You've been, you know, you've been to Switzerland. You've yes. been to, yeah. to BC. Yes, um, I've seen the Rockies. They're beautiful. They're yeah. amazing as well. But the Himalayas are just <sighs> like a whole nother thing. Wow. Damn. It's like the um, Frank Ocean to... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Drake of mountains. Oh, no. <laughs> nice callback, dude. Portrait. Yeah, I'll try. I'll yeah, try. no one's yeah. amazing. So, uh, Vancouver. What What do you think about living in good old Canada after living in so many places? So, as an adult, obviously, coming here in your youth, you know, big chicken wings. <laughs> That's your takeaway. Left. Um, How's it been the last three years living here? How's the adjustment after living all over the world been to kind of adapting to Canada? Um, I think it has been definitely a bit of a personal journey, I guess, because it's um, in terms of, Yeah, like finding my identity and how do I belong in this society? Am I an international student? Am I... But then everybody thinks that I'm Canadian because I speak English and there's a lot of Asians here too. And I don't know, just finding my place here. And at first it was very frazzling. I was very like, I really feel out of place and I feel really homesick and I wasn't sure where home even was but I think I'm like slowly starting to build my own community here and build my own little home here so yeah I I kind of get that in a in a not as much of a, a sense as probably what you find it yeah. but even like a couple of times when I've gone down to like Seattle and Portland and um other other times I've been down to the states and I talk to somebody and they're like oh mm-hmm. so so where are you from and I'm like well, clearly they're asking because of my accent because I'm, I'm from Australia, but I've lived in Vancouver for six years. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, I've lived more of my 20s in Vancouver, so maybe I identify more there. So, yeah, it can be really tough, especially yeah. when you've lived in as many places as you. And, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Definitely. Eric, this question makes you think pretty hard too. <laughs> uh, definitely. Do you mm, say do you're I from say Kelowna? Four hours from Vancouver or Vancouver proper? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Just east of Vancouver. Yeah. 
I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. I think I hang on to more of my hometown than I, uh, I like to admit. Well, it surprises me when, yeah. when you ask people here and you're like, where are you from? And people say Burnaby rather than just saying <laughs> like Vancouver. I find that weird. I'm like, oh, it's just like a really yeah. small municipality. and in It's pretty big. Yeah, well, maybe not small. It's yeah. in such close proximity to Vancouver. For sure. Like, they have different street signs. That's it, you yeah. know? Like, no, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I uh, certainly can't quite relate to that, like, not, not having that, you know, surefire answer when somebody asks me where I'm from. But, uh, yeah, I can definitely sympathize with that. I reckon, uh, I reckon, you know, James, throwing back to James. Yeah. Such a lover of Vancouver. He would say Vancouver every time. Absolutely. Where are you from? Vancouver. Vancouver. <laughs> What's with the British accent? Don't know. You know, found it <laughs> somewhere. How long has it been here? Picked it up. Five uh, years? Six years? Yeah, same as me, I think. Around Maybe a bit that. longer. Just over six years. Yeah. 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 He's been here for, yeah. Yeah, quite some time. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, Besides kind of this journey of self-discovery you've been on in Vancouver, um, how else how else has life been here for you? Have you have you enjoyed it overall, or do you kind of miss other places you've lived more than you enjoy living here? Is Vancouver like your favorite place you've ever lived? Is what I'm trying to ask. That's question. a really hard question. It's a really hard question. That's, That's a hard question. That's a hard-hitting question. Yeah, because I think a lot of the places that I did live in were mainly not by my choice. Mm-hmm. And, like, there were some great aspects about it. I don't know. Vancouver is pretty cool, though. I've been... I, like, got a car, like, a year and a half ago, and... Langley's a little bit away from Vancouver. It's like a 30, 40 minute drive. So when I finally did get my car, I started discovering like more places and started going out and like um, discovering different communities and stuff. And I really appreciate like how, how diverse it is Mm -hmm. and like that you can go to like a Chinese restaurant and a Vietnamese restaurant and a sushi and still eat white food and, (laughs) <laughs> and chicken wings <laughs> and, yeah. um, and I really love like how colorful it is like I love the gay pride here the LGBTQT yeah. um, community that I've never been exposed to before in my yeah. life I was very shocked when I first came and oh they don't have a big community in Pakistan that are, oh yeah. no oh no yeah, that, that was some <laughs> <Or> peasant, <laughs> <by the> way. <laughs> <laughs> no I was I was very shocked and now I like love it and I want to be a part of it and I don't know this whole vegan culture too seems really cool um I'm gonna you. have to give up them chicken wings though yeah. but I know no, yeah they don't I've got have... some good documentaries I'll show you after the show <laughs> oh no <laughs> we've been talking about size of chicken wings you'll be um I'm not sure what what you'll uh, how you'll react to knowing vegan community doesn't have any chicken wings. Yeah, what? That's gonna be that's gonna be tough for you. That's yeah. Really how tough. big are the caulif- cauliflower wings though? As big yeah, as you want. If you're in Pakistan or uh, <laughs> or Langley, <laughs> yeah, Langley grows yeah. slightly bigger cauliflower because yeah. of the um, the extra rain. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a common thing that a lot of people probably say about Vancouver is just 
so many different cultures here. Yes. Uh, so many different lifestyle choices. It is easy to be like who you want to be. Yeah. And I think that is what resonates with people that move here. Like uh, you don't have to fit into a, a structured anything that you might have had to do in a previous life. Yeah. You can just... I mean, even the fact you huh. talk about having a car here and just being able to get in your car and drive around where you said that other places you've lived, you haven't really even been allowed to leave the house much yeah. or go outside. Yeah, actually, that was also... It took a lot of adjusting, actually, like um, when people are like, let's go for a run at night outside. And I was like, do we want to die? Like, is that why we're doing this? Or when people would be like... Um, yeah, it's it's been freeing being here and being able to just go outside and walk and go to places and not be afraid to meet new people and not be afraid to be going out just as an alone female, not being stared at every time I step outside the house. I love that about Vancouver that I can wear whatever the fuck I want and step outside and nobody will like shame me or... Yeah. Like, try to, like, talk me down from it. 100%. Yeah. Cool. There that's, was... Yeah, go ahead. Man. I was just saying, I think that's a super unique perspective from pretty much anyone else we've had on the show before. Yeah. I don't know if people... I bet a lot of people feel that. I, I'm I think, sure. I think, but maybe haven't voiced it because it's, yeah. it's more prominent in you. Mm. I think so. But it reminds me of a time I was walking down a street with my mate, Sam, and we were talking about this. We would love that in Vancouver you can just kind of be who you want to be and yeah. nobody's like really going to judge you too much yeah. because there are so many different lifestyles and cultures here. And uh, granted we were um, kind of in the downtown east side area and I said to my mate Sam, I said, yeah, it's crazy. Like there could be just some guy naked screaming running through the street <laughs> Nobody's even going to turn a blind eye. To it. Like people are going to turn a blind eye. They're just going to keep walking, right? It's, yeah. You know, they're not even going to look. No kidding. Like as if it was scripted, a oh guy no. comes running around the corner like screaming. <laughs> Granted, he did have pants on, but he was shirtless. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and just as I predicted, everybody just kept walking. Everybody was like, oh, oh, whatever. So beautiful. Oh you know, there you go. So that... Yeah, just about sums up Vancouver. Take your clothes off and run around. Mm -hmm. Eric does it all. When he's not wearing a suit, mm -hmm. that's what he's doing. Hell right. yeah. <laughs> he's wearing just the blazer from his suit and nothing yeah. else. <laughs> it's a bold look. It is. It's risky. <laughs> Risqué. Oh, God. Better than just the necktie, though. <laughs> that would be worse. I thinking about that. I was thinking about oh, that. <laughs> How does that no. make you feel, Jordan? I, I wasn't thinking about... Never mind. <laughs> Why are you asking Jordan that question? Oh, he thinks about Helen thinking about that. Oh, okay. Uh, never mind. Well, yeah, considering I you Eric. already <laughs> asked what Helen used to wear. and yeah. You know, um, yeah. At what age was she that you were asking? <laughs> it's kind of strange. <laughs> All right, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> this episode has taken a... It always does, Helen. It always yeah, does. God, well, we're, we're drinking water tonight. I know. So Do you guys usually drink? Oh, he heavily, heavily, Helen. Yeah. Oh. You couldn't notice on the recordings? I'm sad. We didn't get to drink today then. Nah. Oh, we'll have you back on again. Because honestly, we've probably just scratched the surface of your experiences. Mm -hmm. We'll have you back on. We'll have frothies. 
yeah. uh, we'll really, you know, yeah, go I'll for definitely it. Definitely unpack a little bit more. Sounds wonderful. Bring some chicken wings. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe some tofu. No, thank you for sharing that story, Helen. No problem. Yeah, yeah that's probably the, um, oh, that would be right up there with um, uh, Nadim. I, I uh, think For so. the most kind of convoluted, round the world journey to get to Vancouver. Yeah. We had another guy on Nadim, episode maybe five or six. And yeah. Nadim? Yeah. Uh, yep. I think it was a little later than that. It was f- 13, 14. Was it? Okay, there you go. Was, but he lived in about yeah. five or six countries. Yeah. Oh, wow. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, South pretty American cool. countries mainly, but once the UK again, a little bit. Once again, for his dad's, yeah. for his dad's work. No surprise. Yeah. yeah. But we've got uh, a surprising amount of uh, user submission, or users, listener submissions and stuff this week. Do we really? We do. Okay. We do. That does um, surprise me. Vamp for a second. I just have to go grab something. Okay. Uh, we are vamping. Eric's going to get a prop or maybe take off his suit blazer. <laughs> One or the other. No, yeah, suit blazer is coming off. No, just a Yeah. Prop. So uh, this sets up what I want to talk about because uh, we were talking about past guests just now. Uh, we had a infamous guest on um, the podcast Pirate. Our friend Sarah visited us from uh, a smuggling adventure across the high seas. And throughout the podcast, Pirates, submissions to the show, has developed a little bit of a beef with um, another anonymous submitter. We actually still have not figured out the identity of the broadcast bandit. And well, well, on- it, the, I think the broadcast bandit started the beef. Let's, yeah. let's be fair. You know, Sarah wasn't, she wasn't looking for this. No. She but wasn't. She's her hand's been forced. Yeah, and Let's uh, just say that. she fucking brought it because on our New Year's episode, we um, we uh, read a poem called uh, "Fuck the Podcast Pirate." So aggressive. Uh, sent on December fifteenth, and you was can that the subject that title? Episode. Was that the subject title in the, uh, the email? That was the subject header of the email in bold font. And uh, the podcast pirate has rebutted on what she thinks of this poem. We got, I got a package the other day. She just said, Hey, I sent you some mail. You're going to, we brought it up last episode that she sent us some physical mail. Mm -hmm. Um, We got it. It is the broadcast bandits poem (laughs) printed on a roll of toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah, Eric's holding so, it right uh, now. Legit, yeah. it's a legit, legit uh, toilet wow. roll, toilet paper with the email screenshotted and printed. It's it's absolutely unbelievable. I've got so many questions about this. Um, it, it's it's amazing. You posted it. Did you post it as a story or as an actual post on our Instagram story? Okay, let's post it after this as an okay. actual post, so people are going to be able to see it for all time. Yes, because it's amazing. Were people asking you about it? No, but it's really good. Um, I love it. Firstly, where do you go to get this done? Like, how do you know that this is a thing? Do they, you know, is there a company that just does this? Um, How much did it cost? Do you have to send in your own toilet roll or do they provide it? Do um, you know any of these answers? I know a few. Okay. I, I do know, uh, first and foremost, this is not the first time the podcast Pirate has had custom toilet paper made. Oh. First time any of it has made its 
way to me. Is it her own uh, business? Maybe she runs the business. I don't think so, <laughs> but she's got a connection because I know that she had custom toilet paper made as a birthday card for one of her friends. Okay. Um, it, was a, it was a lovely photo of the two of them, and it said Pussy Pals for Life on it. I like it. Very cute. Um, but uh, so it's not the first time. She obviously has a connection in the custom toilet paper business. But, um, and there was a receipt in the box. I'm not going to say how much it cost on there. Oh, are we um, expected to reimburse? No. Okay. Um, it's it a was gift. a gift. It's it was a gift. gift. And a gift we're very grateful for. Like, holy shit. This is, this is commitment. Holy shit is all right. Holy yeah. shit. This is commitment have you like used I have it, never yeah. seen. I have not. No, you it's, should. The outside layer is, I, is stuck down, so it hasn't been used. Hopefully I've, it's... Not stuck down for any other reason. I feel like... But... Um, no, shut up. Now... I feel like... I looked at that and I thought, yeah. it's cool. Yes. But it's... Let's be honest. It's just going to be printed on the first roll, on the outside ply. Yeah. Now, I... You are... I, I inserted my finger here and I can pull it back it a bit. And you can actually see it is printed... It's all the way through. The entire way through the roll. So this isn't any messing about. This no. Is, a lot of ink has been used here. Wow. I, I, I just don't know how the broadcast band is going to come back from this. Well, I don't know how they're going to come back with it. They have replied, though. Oh. Uh, clearly, the broadcast bandit saw our Instagram story. And uh, I thought, well, you know, you can see who's viewed your Instagram story. This might narrow it down. We can narrow but it down a to about eight Instagram <laughs> stories. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, get so many <laughs> that I couldn't possibly deduce who it might be from the countless deluge of viewers on uh, that Instagram true. story. 52. Uh, wow. <laughs> so after 24 hours of it being up? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. We got to work on that. We've but uh, yeah, the broadcast bandit did reply. They saw it. Mm. Some way or another. Okay. They said, I'm honored. It's the subject. I would genuinely love to wipe my ass with my cocky, creative, genius words. And thank you, Podcast Pirate, for caring so much about the well-being of my asshole, which is just a beautiful little bit of wording. Yeah, it is beautiful. How is um, it spelt? A-S-S-H-O-L-E, okay. one word. Okay, yeah. My apologies. In Australia, for... we spell it differently, so we know oh. they're not Australian. Okay. Ars. A R S E. Very nice. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> my apologies for my blatant anonymity and lack of communication in these recent weeks. A stunning, bold, and revealing manifesto is soon to follow. Oh, God. For now and for always, the broadcast bandit. So. I mean that doesn't narrow it down at all. Apparently, they're teasing some kind of a kind of a revealing manifesto, as they said. Maybe could, we'll finally could it find still it out. be James? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, that would be a good twist. But uh, I think no. James would spell it A R S E too, would he not? Probably. Yeah, yeah he's proper in that uh, in that way. Yeah. Wow. So I mean, I'm hoping. Um, are we supposed to hand this over to the broadcast band once, sure. once they get revealed? Like, are you supposed to use it? Are we supposed well, to put I feel it, like, use it as a shrine? I mean, I'm not sure. I feel like using it would... Um, the secret well, is using it will reveal who it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
I just want to have Jordan sitting in here. Special comments. <laughs> Special commentary. But um, I like how he hadn't spoken for quite some time. Yeah. And it was the spelling of ass that really intrigued him. <laughs> <laughs> that made him want to talk. Anyways, using it, I think, would give away our stance on the beef one way or another. Too much. Yeah, that's true. We yeah. don't want to. We don't want to no. get on someone's team. We don't We're not about sides that. Sides too much. We're Switzerland. Yeah, uh, mostly. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, yep, yeah, really good. But you know, hey, let's don't go crazy. We don't, yeah. you know. Actually, no, do go crazy. Spend money, make other cool things. Like yes, this. no. Take want. this beef as far as you want to. Yeah. Um. Another email. Uh, another an- one. Another follow. Uh, there's two more. We um, haven't had this much this in the last great. fucking three months. I know. This is awesome. Um, another quick reply from uh, the email we, we commented on not so politely last time with James. Um, from our, from the, our pal. Uh, oh, he about says, the snowplow. Yeah. He says, snowplow, summer job. Yes, you guys asked, asked what do snowplow drivers do in the summer? So I responded and wrote... Um, Using voice command, so I forgot the punctuation. Okay, fair enough. I think they did too, because uh, this one too, because they said voice command. But okay, anyways. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that, yeah. that was probably our bad because we'd completely forgotten that we asked people to write yeah, in about I know. that. And then we kind of looked like assholes <laughs> yeah. when we shat all over his email. <laughs> we definitely like, did. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, our apologies for that. Yeah. Um, thank you for your apologies. input. I wanted to end on this last email, though, just because it's uh, very sweet. Warm my heart. Um, and this is from our friend, uh, our friend Caitlin oh, over in Australia. Okay, yeah. Shit. And uh, the subject of the email is Yo Quiero Mucho. And it says, Dear Living Abroad Cast, miss you guys. Wolf and I are leaving Coffin Bay finally. And we begin the adventure. So we are heading to, how do you say that? Cooper Petey. Cooper Petey. Yeah. Just exactly. I, how I might have said Petty. Um, anyways, Cooper yeah. Uh, we are feeding, uh, f- we are feeling a bit homesick lately and, uh, listening to your podcast is warming our hearts. Aww. Keep talking so we can still feel close to you. Hearts, Wolf and Caitlin. Cooper out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I believe in South Australia. I think it's, it used to be, what did they used to mine out there? I'm not sure. Hmm. Not too sure. But yeah. I did see, uh, on their Instagram, they're now at Uluru. That's um, that's what I was going to say. I mean, being out in the middle of nowhere with purpose. Yeah. Um, and it was really funny because uh, Wolf, Wolf is standing there and he's wearing a Toronto Blue Jays cat <laughs> and a Vancouver Canucks shirt. Perfect. <laughs> standing in, one, in front of one of the, in the room. damn near Australian things ever. And they were wearing like a big net over their entire head, including their face, because apparently the flies were so bad. Yeah. They are bad in Australia. They are unbearable sometimes. Wow. What kind flies. of flies? Black flies? Like fucking flies. Like <laughs> flies. Bzz, flies. Are All they right. like really Lots big? Lots of different types of flies. They can be big. They can sting. Some of them like horse flies. Yeah. Or you just have a little house fly, you know. Well, that's what I mean. You can't just say we got flies and that have all that sorts be a though. It all, all sorts. It, it's, it's a broad spectrum of flies that we have. And so when you say we got flies, it could just be anything at once? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Yep. Well... I'm glad for the extra emails. Yeah. Keep them coming. Uh, I know. Love I love it. it. No, seriously, keep sending them in. It was they're an absolute joy to receive. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, please, we love your input. Um, but I think that kind of brings us to the end time. Indeed, does fl- flies when you're having fun. 
So, uh, <laughs> at least James's puns were good, Eric. <laughs> oh, I yeah, see. I so, just got it. Um, I think. I mean, again, empty promises, guys. We're gonna start hammering the uh, the Instagram, the Facebook again. Uh, I got a desk job now, so I, I got. Uh, I, I can't say nothing but time, but uh, a little more time on my computer at least. To, uh, <laughs> You're already to saying the show. I'm not going to work that much at my new job. <laughs> I haven't even been there a week. <laughs> yeah, one of my new, one of my new coworkers might even be on the show. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I look forward to look forward to that. There you yeah. go. So, anyways, um, if you want to find us on Instagram, guys, uh, that's where we do the majority of our promotion for this show. It's livingabroadcast at gmail dot com. Um, and living a broadcast on Instagram, uh, the Twitter. Like I said, I've handed the reins to Isabel. I don't think she's done anything with it yet, but uh, that's living a broad pod on Twitter. If uh, I said living a broadcast at gmail.com, if you want to email us, uh, we're on Facebook too. Like the Facebook page. Uh, we, we promoted like two episodes on there and then never did, did anything with it. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But <laughs> solid, uh, solid. other than that, uh, thank you for your continued listening your support it's been a lot of fun jordan and helen thank you guys yeah, so much thanks, for guys. sitting in with that us was tonight. awesome i think we'll have you back for sure mm, one of you um <laughs> I don't travel that much dude it's not <laughs> I, I don't talk well <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh, to Europe. yeah well, thanks for listening guys yeah. bye